the door and we are live ladies and gentlemen probably the number one flat earth denier out there mr john keeling back again boom boom uh we're in a new spot we're not at my house no with the world famous dirty bills i've never technically recorded here uh, you haven't have you we only no. recorded at the casa well you're here um so we're doing this for austin pets alive adopt don't shop uh, dirty bills is doing a big thing today which is sunday oh august what Second, third. Second, third? Sixth. Sixth. August sixth. Is it really? Time is flying by. Fifth. Fifth. fifth? August fifth. Whoa. We're gonna get a date right one of these days. So, so August, let's go August fifth, Sunday, dirty bills. I'm gonna put this up right away. So let me do a quick read here. This is brought to you by, of course, Dirty Bills. Yes. A place that you've uh you want to spend some quality time at. I've been uh, there in a drinking residency. Drinking residency here, I like it. Uh Leslie, the crew, you've got a special collector's edition dirty bill shirt on. I do. Um, our associate producer, Roger, got one as well because he brought her a plumeria. Yes. So I'm... he got a special. Only 25 were made. Plumerias? No, these shirts. Oh, yeah. There's been only 30 plumerias made, though, <laughs> from Roger's hands. I noticed Roger has moved away from the reach of my hands. He has. He's, he, he likes his distance, but he still he, he likes to be comforted with eyes, not hands. Yeah. He, like, he likes a good eye snuggle. I'm touchy. You're touchy. So uh, we're going to do, we're going to talk over Isle of Dogs. Once again, this is brought to you by the world-famous Dirty Bills, 511 West Rio Grande. Come down, have a beer or 12, uh, support Austin Pets Alive. Not today, tomorrow, the next day. Just go down there and walk dogs. They'll let you do that. It's fantastic. Uh, adopt, don't shop. That's the big hashtag. My friend Jessie May, she adopted a bunch of dogs. I think she has like 19. She's like a crazy cat lady with dogs. Also brought to you by the world-famous... Six foot nine, John Keeling, who traveled out here on a big old jet, had a light on. Don't carry me too far away. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, <laughs> and they got to leave. We're going to do this, and then you got to jump on a plane and go yeah. back to the cold Las Vegas. You're going to miss the heat. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to miss you. I think you should pretty much just move here. This is a lot more fun than Vegas. I mean, the Vegas fact checker's there. Yes. His daughter's there. His wife's there. Amazing people. I have to be careful what I say at this point. <laughs> yes, you do. He will listen. He will listen, and then he will he'll get after it. But that's okay. He has a key to my apartment. He'll come stab me in the throat. He could, and he would. He wouldn't be. Uh, he wouldn't be opposed to that. No. He's a he's a naturally violent human being. Yes. <laughs> he's hearing that. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna kill Jason. How about that? So yeah, folks. I mean, I, I would love to uh, say something else, but we don't have to. Um, Let's just let's get to this because this is fun. So Isle of Dogs. You have not seen the movie. I have not seen it. This is the second time I'm gonna throw you a movie that you haven't seen. I've seen it. It's amazing. Uh, as we're getting into the credits, and I'll count you guys in. Indian Paintbrush, one <clears> of my <throat> favorite film companies. They do a good job. Little, you know, I wish it was just person paintbrush, but I understand. Yeah. I understand. So uh, you can't tell this movie's Canadian. Mm. Uh, no. it is. Did you ever uh, listen or watch the uh, the movie? Was it or the book? Uh, Driving in the rain. No. The guy's a race car driver. Yes. Aren't the Chinese luck cats there the yes. same thing that people will be drinking out of today? I believe so. Yes. I believe you are one hundred percent correct. So by the way, we're a minute in. Minute five. Minute six. Minute seven. Minute eight. Minute nine. Here, Kelly. There you go. 
Chinese luck cats, old man opening doors. It's beautiful. So one of the most powerful things about this is this is you know it was all done by clay, right? Uh, so really? every time there's a movement, that's reconstructed. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. That's why it took so long. It took like four years to make this film. Uh, oh, back to that book really quick because we're getting into this. So this basically this dog, it's, it's everything from the dog's point of view. Okay. And this guy's a race car driver. He's got a family. His wife gets sick, but the dog knows the wife's sick long before anyone else does. And you, from this dog's point of view, he's like, he just wants to say, this is what's going on. She's sick. She's got yeah. cancer. This is happening. It is a tear. I mean, one, it's just, it's the beauty of dogs. Listen, if you have cats out there, I mean, I'm sorry, you got, you got hoodwinked into an animal that no one should, that we shouldn't have domesticated. You just, you should have left them as cheetahs and lions and tigers. The reason the cat has not eaten you yet is because <laughs> it's just too small. Yeah. If you die or you trip or pass out, it'll start at your eyeballs or your asshole. Okay. That's what cats do. Dogs will lay by you when you're dead and they'll comfort you and they'll try to bring you back to life. They know CPR. They're amazing animals. They, they are, wait at least a week before they tear into the flesh. At least a week. And then you've got to make them so hungry yeah. for that to happen. Yeah. It's not, it's not even close. You know? I think at that point you'd approve of it. And yeah, at that point I'm like, dude, you're hungry and I have just fantastic leg. I mean, real nice. Real you nice. Do. For those who haven't seen his legs. Ooh, they're good. Fox searchlight pictures. So this is about, you know, uh, this government conspiracy to remove dogs. They send them off to this island, right? They get rid of them. And this boy loses his dog. And he fights the world. And what's happening to go get his dog? Oh, wow. But the power of this is really the, I mean, the music is the power of this. The clay, I mean, look at that. That's clay. That's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It is, it is, uh, it's ama amazing the time and effort put in to this film to, to make it, right? Uh, I think I just read Yoko Ono, and I hope that's not true. I mean, I could. <laughs> uh, Bill Murray, by the way, uh, we're in Austin, Texas. The tribe is here, and Bill Murray is in this film. He is. He is. And he, Wes Anderson has a, Green light. He said he will never turn down a Wes Anderson. He's like, he just has to call, doesn't matter what it is, he's in. Really? Yeah. He's one of the few people. Magical Because you have to call an 800 number. Yeah. To even try to contact him, he might call you back. Yeah, he doesn't. He has an 800 number. Uh, he doesn't have an agent anymore, I don't believe. No. It's just, he'll call you. Yeah. He does his deals. It's very fast. He's, he's a fascinating individual. Yeah. And he's one of those rare people that has literally gotten better with age. Oh yeah. He just, the movie choices, <clears throat> the movie choices, what he's able to do, now he's still, here's the difference between him and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was funny. Yes. Booze and Buddies, Turner and Hooch. No. I mean, even though Hooch dies, for sure, don't let your kids watch Turner and Hooch. Yeah. You're, Tom Hanks is a real asshole. You can't travel with Tom Hanks because everywhere he goes, fucking plane crashes or someone dies. Everywhere. Rain clouds. Rain clouds. Uh, and then he, he can't own pets. Hooch died. So don't don't watch a Tom Hanks movie with your with your uh, with your children. Just if, if you're going for an eighties, you know, police comedy, cop, dog, buddy movie, go canine with Jim Belushi. Oh, Bluchy. there you go. Now see, that's that's a fantastic film, and guess what? The dog doesn't die. Yeah. I think that I think when Turner and Hooch was the turning point, no pun intended, when Tom stopped being funny. He and went more dramatic. He went more dramatic and he never came back to funny. And here's the beauty about Bill Murray. He only he, he does he only does exceptional work no matter what. Dramatic, 
funny. Yeah. He's the man. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said if you can make someone laugh, you can do anything. Yeah. If you can do comedy, you can do anything. And he and he can. He can do anything. Belushi, now, he can really only make people laugh. Yeah. I, I, it's like him, um, Tom Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> He's not. I don't see Tom Arnold doing a, a, a biopic <laughs> piece on someone. And just, I need you and Tom Arnold in the same room <laughs> one time in why? my life. One why? time. Why? <laughs> I had a run in I had a run in with Tom Arnold and he was he was a sweetheart. Really nice guy. Okay. But just a bit odd. A bit odd. You know, it was was it was a few years ago, not that uh -huh. long ago. But I feel like you would just find his insecurities and his just little weak spots and his quirks and just go to town. Uh if you would let me, he'd probably just walk away. He'd have to lock me in a room. He would have to start drinking. I don't think he drinks anymore. Maybe, Maybe he does. Maybe not. I don't um, know. But he would have to come into a bar with me and sit down and hang out with me. And probably his worst nightmare is having a conversation with me, drunk or sober. I don't think it really matters. And I'm just happy as long as that torture is pawned off on someone else and I can watch. <laughs> you do love that. Mm -hmm. When I torture people, make them cry. Yeah. Have fun. It's, uh, you know, it's good. It's good. Look at this. Uh, I was... Um, we're watching the movie here. This dog's in this kennel. All these people are around, right? Trash Island decree. They're moving all these dogs out. They, they hate dogs, what have you. I'm more, I just, anytime I see a dog, I, by the way, I don't even call Banjo, my dog, his kennel, a kennel. I call it a hotel. Yes, you do. And Harper in the morning will wake up my dog, she'll be like, hotel, motel, holiday inn. Say what? Banjo, let's get some food. Banjo's just like, <laughs> get me the fuck out of here. The funny thing is, he's taller then his kennel. Yeah, he could easily get out of that, should easily. he choose. Should he choose. He's so terrified of it that he just he gets in there and all he does is lay down. First and last thing he does. Uh, John, have you ever had pets? I have. Well, you lived on a ranch, right? Or a farm? Well, my brother has a farm and I've lived with him on that. So. And what, yes. what animals did they have there? Ah, wow. We've had pigs, goats, chickens, uh, there's always a cat for micing, you know, okay. outdoor cats. But the one he has right now is actually really badass for a cat. He's awesome. His name's uh, <laughs> Chief that. Chirpa. Chief Chirpa. And then uh, dogs, cows, yeah. It's, I should say cattle to be correct. Cat now, you know, Katura stopped eating meat when she let a cow lick her face. Mm. Would you ever let a cow lick your face? It's not a matter of let. <laughs> they just kind of do. Oh, they've licked my face before. You let you let them get that close? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're big They're sweethearts. They're they, dumb do they too. know how big they are? Oh no, they will. They will mow you over. They will, especially if you have food. If you're trying to feed them and they want food, ooh, watch out. Yeah, there's one. My brother has one cow right now that she is like queen bitch. And she just wants food, and you better give her her food, or she's gonna get pissy with you. And but I won't go in when she's right there. Oh, really? If another one's around, I would go in. Uh huh. Um, usually, I just stay on the other side of the fence; it's safer. But they come right up to me. Okay. So they all know me. They all, they know you? Oh yeah. I don't see cows that smart. Wow. They're not that smart, but they know who gives you. It's like okay. This guy comes and feeds us apples and all the shit that we normally don't get. Oh, okay. And we recognize you. Oh, interesting. And I don't know if it's part of, I am part of the animal kingdom being a yeti. That's true. That could be it. 
That could be part of it. This is uh, really horrible, by the way. I know, dude, listen, this is not, this gets more uplifting down the road, but that's it starting off and they're just shipping these dogs to this desolate area. It's just their trash dump island and they're like, yeah. well, dogs are trash, we're gonna send them here too. Yep. And there's something in a bag. What is this? What's in the box? But like, we have five, they have quintuplet dogs. Yeah, and then they've got these other dogs. Which look like oh, they're tumbleweed rolling, right? Jets and sharks. Ooh. Ooh, these these dogs do not. They look shady. The dragons. Well, that dog was rough. Unintended. Suck it, people. You're gonna get a lot of them. So watch out. There's the there's the it's like the labradoodles and then the and then the and rough this dog's egg. wearing like a jersey. The dragons. Yeah, and look at those labradoodles. Oh, oh please. Like, why are, we, why are we growling? I don't know. Why are you growling? You guys just want to check us out ourselves? Who's we can the, all be friends. Who's this king on the right? He yeah. looks like he's, he has a lot of hair. He's He's got a big old sweater. It's just, he's amazing. Yeah, those are pretty dogs, though. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, oh, maggots. Oh, good stuff. We've got meat. Uh, oh, yeah. They're also just going to roll in that. Dogs love to roll in shit and stinky stuff. I think it's amazing. Got some rotten bananas. Oh. Fish. Oh, there, there they, they go. go. They're getting after it. They're there having they fun. Go. I remember uh, getting back to cows really quick. Oh, they're, they're kind of fighting. It's kind of rough. Um, fun again. Uh, we were, uh, I, when I lived up in Northwest Montana, we could get some of the Canadian stations. Okay. And there was the Canadian Milk Council had a commercial on cows. <laughs> <laughs> that dog's ear was bitten off. I, yeah, it was gone. Fantastic. Fantastic. We're going to watch that the movie and make sure that that stays bitten off. There's the ear. Oh, Jesus. But I have it back if you want. I don't want it. I don't eat dog ear. But this Canadian Milk Council ad would come out, and uh, I, I, it was such a good song that it just stayed in my head the whole time. Okay. And I still know. Mama Mamoo cows, Mama Mamoo milk, it's the only thing that we adore. When the Mamoo shines on the cacao shed, we hope the cows are making plenty more. Oh, Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. You wonder why we make fun of you. You concept of a country. Oh, good lord. King, nice, nice mustache. Dragon, I think that collar's a little tight. Yeah. But I'm with you. You're kind of a terrier look. Uh, yeah. Duke? Duke's got some fucked up teeth. But I like Duke. I like where Duke's at. Crazy eyes. Rex. Rex's just handsome devil. You can't where's help. The, where's the, the other dog, the, the, the leader of the pack? Vroom, vroom. The, leader the black of the one? Pack, yeah, I didn't want to say that. I, I'll, I'll take it there. You'll take it there? Okay. All right. I don't see color, so it's just it's different for me. <laughs> <laughs> Roger does. Roger sees color. He does. Sorry. He sees plumerias yes. blooming everywhere. That is a great. That's a great plumeria. It really is. It really is cool. Well done. He is. He he uh, he seeded that himself. Mm. I've often asked for Roger's seed. Yeah. Never got. It. Never got it. Mm. He's pretty stingy with his seed. I'm gonna He's create. Just a, it go willy nilly. I'm gonna create a website dedicated to Roger. I'm telling you, just my fan. I'm gonna. There'll be no no visual representations of Roger, yeah. but we are going to create succulent Roger. Last time we were here, I snuck some pictures of Roger standing right there, putting out the vibe from the bar. Putting out the vibe from the bar. Yeah. Those of you who don't know, uh, Roger is a, is a is a friend of mine. He's a very talented man. Uh, we don't use his last name, <clears throat> and we don't use his picture because. He does not like his representation on the internet without his consent or control, this is which why, I respect. This I is respect why I'm going to create the website to get a seed. I'll take it down as soon as I get a seed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never publish it. 
Never. But it would be out there. We, uh, Roger was talking to Leslie earlier. He brought her this beautiful plant, and he got brought her some fertilizer. You know, and he goes, you know what the tagline for this fertilizer is? And I'm a marketing genius, of course. So I looked down, I go, our fertilizer smells like shit for a reason. <laughs> he looked at me, he's like, that's actually not it, Jason. <laughs> I was like, well, it should be. <laughs> We're the boom that makes the plants bloom, I think is what it really was. We put the boom in your bloom. We put the boom in your bloom. Which, by the way, sounds a little terrorist-esque. I'm just saying. You don't sell fertilizer and the word boom together when people have been blowing up buildings with fertilizer for a long time. That was also my pickup line last night. Was I put the boom in your bloom. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How did that work out for you? I'm super curious. Well... A gentleman never tells. A gentleman never tells. But I'm walking with a limp today. Uh, <laughs> good work. Uh, Dirty Bills has been very kind to you since you've been here in Austin. Oh, it's the best. You've got some new. You got some new swag. New swag. I I, I walk away with a sh different shirt every time I'm here. I would love one of these camel hats. <laughs> these camel. Leslie gave this to my daughter, and I stole it from her. And Les, every time I wear it, she just looks. She gives me first. She's like, "Good to see you, doll." Because she's just, she's like, I got that hat for your daughter because your daughter's cute. You, sir, not cute. What are you doing? Like, I don't know. It's perfect, though. It's fantastic. So, I mean, that, if you guys haven't checked out uh, dirtybillsaustin.com to see oh. the, their hats and shirts and everything else, you, you kind of are missing out, for real. Just go ahead and type that into your computer while you're using the keyboard or go, hey, Siri, and then say, please open dirtybillsaustin.com. And then see what she does. See, look, my phone's freaking out right now. Well, it's going. Or just come to Dirty Bills. Yeah, or, or be a be a be an adult like John and buy an airplane ticket, or put gas in your car, or get an Uber, or a Lyft, or a cab, and bring your happy ass down to Five Eleven West Rio Grande. Oh, it's the happiest place on earth. This is this really is. You you, you talked about this, and yeah, I know uh, the movie's on, but hold on. I, I do. Um, I love that Leslie was out to, up till four in the morning, and she gets up to let us in, to you know, give us drinks, whatever we want yeah. here, to have some fun, to support the podcast. But you said the other day, you're like, this is like my home away from home. Yeah, you do. It's feel. It's cheers. It's my cheers. Yeah, it feels like home. You walk in, the place is amazing. It's got the dirty feel, but it's not dirty at all. It's. The decor is amazing. The people that in here that are in here are awesome. Everyone in here is having a great time. You see, you come in, people are smiling, people are having fun. That's the staff. All good-looking people. All great personalities and fun and just make it a party. Plus, we have a DJ who I've not heard one even remotely questionable song. I've just looked over and said, wow, well wow. done. I just want to <laughs> slow clap in front of the DJ table. All night long. And there's a reason why that DJ has a little sign up there that says no requests. Yeah, because you don't need them. Yeah. He's going to think of songs that you couldn't think of, and they're going to be better than anything you could have thought of. It's, and, and I, I talk up Dirty Bills a lot. People are like, oh, yeah, well, that's because you do your podcast there. No, no, no. I, I, w I didn't know where I was going to do my podcast. And Leslie came to me and said, you're doing it at my ball. Yeah. She told me. She's like, you're doing it at my ball. Yeah. I was like, okay, thank you. And then she's like, and what else can I do for you? Let me get you some shirts. Yeah. And then what, the other night our friend Bobby came down, who wrote the theme song for, for this wonderful uh, wonderful podcast. And just hell of a great person. And just hell of a great person. Very talented musician. 
uh, has two great kids, great wife, he's very all around very happy man. And he came in here and Les is like, oh, you're Jason's friend. You did the theme song for talking during movies. And he's like, yeah, that's me. And she's like, wow, that's amazing. Here, and gave him a hat. Yeah, it's a great like, hat. It's a great hat. Red hat, red Dirty Bills hat, beautiful. That's one that bigger, better. That's redder. the original patch. It's the original patch. That's the one that old Vegas fact checker would want to get his little hands on. I might, I might pick one up. Might have to pick one up for him. Uh, you know, and this is also a place. You know, unlike other bars around here, if you follow them on Instagram or Twitter or any bar you follow, if a famous person comes in, you know, they blow it up. They're like, "Oh my gosh, this person's here! Oh, this is happening! Oh my gosh!" Da, 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 and they freak out. The walls are covered with pictures in here of famous people at Dirty Bills, with the Dirty Bill, all over the place. Yeah. And Leslie doesn't ever say, like, she never mentions that this is the place that Dave Grohl comes in to get a beer. Yeah. When he's in town. This is the place. I just watched a short documentary on him ending up in Seattle that he created this morning while I was trying to wake up. After being here till I didn't make it till four last night. A little after three. <laughs> a little after three. Leslie let you go early? Yeah. Said you can punch out early today? Leslie, I gotta go. <laughs> but that's the amazing thing, right? So she was yeah. here later, cleaning, yeah. doing everything. And then, imagine, she's yeah. here, chipper, yeah. great attitude, oh. having fun. Brought Merle. Brought Merle. Yeah, we're, do, we're doing this for Merle. Merle was adopted, so it's a f funny story. You know, when you look at, um, you're watching these dogs and they're getting shipped off and you're wondering, man, what can you do? How can you help these dogs? You know, you, you adopt is what you like. I rescued Banjo. Yeah. Uh, Merle was rescued. And, and Leslie, uh, you know, in her mental vision board, she was like, I want, I want a man in my life. She got a man in her life. Mr. Merle Haggard. Yeah. And I, I believe he checked every mark she didn't want in a dog. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Every mark. You know, and, and still, but she loves him to death. Oh, yeah. How can you not? Oh. He, ch he changed my whole belief on dogs. Really? So what was your belief before and after? Talk I had a long-standing, and I'm not afraid to call it this because I've changed my, my mindset, a long-standing hatred of anything poodle. Labradoodles, don't want them. It, what are the, uh, lots of little poodle brands, but anything, like, just didn't like them. It was just, not at all. Hated everything about them. I walked in, looked at Merle Haggard, and I was done. Like, I... I had nothing left. And then you, you meet him, his personality, he's just a badass dog. And I said, you know what? I'm open to poodles now. And they're hyper hypoallergenic. That was a beer, folks. Second one. Going in for the Coors Original, the Banquet of Beers, in homage of John being here and Mr. Chris Mills. Ooh, Chris Mills. He's just far enough away to be far enough away. Yeah. Dallas is just a little too far. He's being a dad right He's now. He's being a dad right now. He's getting it done. God bless you, Millsy. Mm -hmm. We love you. Um, so, no, I agree with you. Mr. Merle Haggard, I'm not a big Poodle fan. I get why people like them. Uh, I get why people don't like them. But, once again, I think some of me not being a Poodle fan is I always, I, I always just relocated that Poodle to being with old white ladies yeah. who are grumpy and mean yeah. who give you shitty candy that stick to your teeth. And they don't train the dog, so it's just a yappy yeah. piece of shit. Exactly. I shouldn't say that, because the dog's not a piece of shit. The dog's not, been, the, the, the owner is. It's been trained or untrained to be that way. Exactly. It's been trained or untrained to be that way. And then you got someone who loves her dog, who gets after it, who has taken the dog to training twice, 
who spoils her dog, she just sent us a picture of the peanut butter pepperoni ice cream that she buys him. Oh. She buys him peanut butter pepperoni ice cream. She's a sweetheart. Fucking rock star. Yeah. This dog was, I mean, they don't kill. This is a no-kill shelter here in Austin. But this dog was not going anywhere. It, it was having a rough life. It's sitting in a cage. The other dogs was barking and crying all around, pissing shit everywhere. And that's just the life of a pound. Like, listen, they clean it up. They do the best they can. But it's still, it's rough going. Yeah. And guess what? Leslie goes in, rescues this dog. And this is just rescuing me like, look, now you have a home. Yeah. Now you get walked. Now you go to the park every morning. I take you to the park every morning and let you run around and play. I bring it in my bar. You hang out here. doesn't just do that. No, no, no. Oh, she also, in case you're wondering, in case you're, she also buys him ice cream. Yeah. She buys him treats. And then she's like, oh, you know what? You're so cute today. We're getting you a new toy. He gets him a toy. Yeah. Just because. Just because. Because she's got a great heart. Got a great heart. And it's for, you know, once again, you, and I mean, I shit on cat people just because I think it's funny, but listen, you got a cat person out there <laughs> and you're doing the same for your cat. I just find it weird that you, you like an animal that doesn't like you except for when it wants to like you and shits in your house and it pisses anywhere that smells never going away. That to me is not a domesticated animal. No. And we've seen some cats that actually look like dogs. It's a, oh. It can get real confusing. That gets very confusing. So... You know, I mean, but nonetheless, if you're loving an animal that way, you know, I mean, we got a good old Banjo Bernard. Harper loves uh, him to death. I love him. He loves I you. I love him. Yeah. Banjo is a sweetheart. Not that smart. <laughs> not that smart. Old Bernard is not that smart. He is... Uh, but a heart as big as all outdoors. Yeah, a heart as all as big outdoors. He loves him some Roger. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Roger. Roger's tentative with his with his affections in return yeah. to the, the banjo Bernard, and that's okay. He's held me once, and it was oh, magical. When Roger holds you, you know it. It's absolutely magical. You feel it. Hey there, we are uh, closed. Sorry, we're doing a podcast. Unless you want to come in and listen to a podcast. It's awesome. We're great. We're very funny. Apparently not. I would have given him a free beer. I don't really. I, that's, he was in a wheelchair. Oh, was he? Yeah. I'm an asshole. I instantly, I just, if I only see the top of someone's head when they're walking through a door, I assume it's, that wheelchairs bring them up higher. I thought it was just a No, person. no, it was, a, I think it was built for speed, not Hand, built for comfort. But we like to call them as handy capable. Yes. I'm going to run and grab me an ice cold Coca-Cola classic style. There you go, right out of the gun. Uh, right out of John's the gun. Gonna, John's going to get one. I'm going to uh, talk a little bit more about this movie because <laughs> this this boy who's got this plane, it's not working. He's, but he's... he's the love of the dog. I really I can't express this enough to everyone out there. Or love of animals. Let's just do general animals. Because I used to have a, I had a, let's see, I had a, a beautiful uh, rabbit at one time. Uh, only mostly had dogs my, my whole life, ever since I was a kid. From black labs to terriers. Uh, we had a variety of pound dogs as well. Um, my dad bought a dog when we were younger. This was really before... The dog pound was a thing. I mean, we had a Lhasa Apso that we rescued from the dog pound. Uh, we had a Mutt that we rescued from the dog pound. Her, his name was Scooter. Uh, you know, just listen, I've always been around dogs, and dogs have always shown me a lot of love. That tattoo is amazing. His butt is super small. Good for you, sir. Uh, but, you know, always, always had him, and so I just I naturally leaned towards the love of these dogs. That's why I love this movie, because... In, in an era where they're going after someone, it, 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 let, let's take this turn really, right? So they're going after robotic dogs, it's gonna be easier, you know, they, there's no poo to clean up, all this stuff. But 
where do you see now in today's world, John, where like here, Isle of Dogs, right? They've decided anti-dog, no more dogs. We're not doing dogs. Yeah. We hate dogs. We're getting them out of here. What, um, what are you seeing that's being attacked these days? I mean, we can get really political. Like, we, really... Can, we, can, we can go any way you want to. I just find it fascinating, right? When you got these, you know, and it's, this boy is just, tr all he's trying to do is there's a robotic dog coming after him. Uh, but all he's trying to do is find his dog and rescue these other dogs. So all yeah. he wants to do is show them love. Yeah. And he doesn't think it's fair that no one else is. And he's fighting the man. He's sticking up his hands. He's got a slingshot. He's, that's, that's, is that the boy? That's the pilot. That it's crashed. the pilot. Yeah, but it's the boy. He's a boy. He's, he's a, a boy? He's, a, he's a boy pilot? He's a boy pilot. He's not a man pilot. Look at that. They're shooting paintballs at him. What a bunch of wow. dicks. Now they oh. got him. Oh, jeez. They netted him. They netted him. Don't net him. So what do you, I mean, what do you see happening right now where it's just, it's not that it's fair, unfair, it's just people are going after it and they're not, the, I mean, I guess the old saying, right, you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, yeah. What do you see, I mean, I, mean, I see that happening in education, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, I see it happening in in this phobia culture where if you disagree with someone, oh. this idea that you have to agree with me. But if you disagree with me, then you're you're this phobic. Yeah. You're this phobic. Yeah. It's not that I can't see the world differently. I think there's people are missing the nuance yeah. of understanding someone but not agreeing with them. Yeah. Or like I mean, I I vehemently disagree with the fact that whether a kid is boy or girl or transgender, whatever they are, because those things in my mind are real. Yeah. But if you're a little kid and your parents are giving you hormones, I think they're wrong. Yeah. Like if a little boy comes and is like, I'm a girl. Yeah. Or I, I just there's parts of me that disagree with, I, I was listening to Rogan, he was talking about this guy at, at this office you know, that um, was complaining because his, uh, the people that he was with, one of the people, just like, hi, my name's Paul, now I'm Wendy, treat me like a woman. You know what, I'm back yeah. to Paul. I'm, I'm gender fluid. I'm just, whatever I want to be at the moment I want to be. And it, it seems to me, one, if, if you disagree with that, then you're transphobic or you're transphobic yeah. or that. And it's instead, it's like, well, I don't understand it, right? So yeah. want, A, I don't understand it. Yeah. B, I wonder, is that a coping me mechanism for not coping with something? Yeah. Right? Oh, probably. Probably. Like, jokes or me, you know, being kind of an asshole and just making offhanded remarks is me coping with me not, 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 not being a naturally sensitive person. Yeah. Right? Erroneous. Erroneous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call, <laughs> I will call bullshit on that. You are a naturally very sensitive person. Oh, kind of. My daughter's made me much more sensitive. Erroneous. He, he literally has one of the best hearts. You're Rogers, very kind. Roger's just snapping photos. Probably going to put my likeness on the internet. Won't put his own. Uh, I think but, he was taking pictures of himself. Were you taking a selfie? <laughs> Roger. But for those, for those who have met you and yeah. spent some quality time with you, everyone knows you have one of the best hearts ever. Oh, well, thank like, you. I mean, that's why I'm here. Oh, Roger. Take that and text it to Leslie, Roger. Roger uh, uh, taking pictures of himself with his seed. With his seed. With, um, his, with his young seed. Yeah. And it, it, we've gotten to a state where it's you're either the oppressor or you're the oppressed. And that's a problem. It's a big problem, right? So, yeah. I mean, like in this, right, the, the dogs are the oppressed. Yeah. The government is the oppressor. Yeah. So if but you, there's no middle ground. No, if you made a comment that was just a stupid comment, you're no longer just, oh, well, that was really stupid. You should apologize and say you're sorry. 
now you're a bad person, you should be torn down, which I don't quite agree with that. I think people, I mean, yeah, you, you should you be held accountable for things, yep. but not burnt to the ground and then the earth salted where you once stood. But that's what we're doing to people. Burn them down, salt the earth. You should basically have no more money, go starve and die in a corner because we've, de we've deemed you the oppressor. How much of this is influenced by social media? The anonymity, yet uh, yeah. the boldness at the same time, right? And the idea that I can email, I can tweet, I can Instagram, I can do anything I want. And I can and take someone down. Horrible things quickly. about them, quickly take them down. I mean, and just dumb things. But I can do that and know it, and my, I can make my account private. I can use a different name. Yeah. Block. Uh, I, I can block people. I'm great at that. But it's how much of this is do you think is driven by this this internet culture? Which I mean, l let's not get it twisted. I love the internet. Yeah. It makes this possible, right? It yeah. makes It makes this podcast possible. It makes a lot of things possible. And future-wise, there's there's a lot of things that happen. Uh, but also, there's just it's either it seems to me an excuse that you know what. Um, I looked this up on the internet and I found this out about you. Explain yourself. Yeah. Well, why are you, I mean, do a background, whatever you want to do. Yeah. I'm going to have to explain myself. Yeah. 20 years ago, I said something stupid. Yeah. I you was, know? I've learned. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Yeah. Just bad jokes. Yeah. They weren't even funny. That's yeah. What Rogan said that best, right? He goes, well, it's just they weren't funny. Yeah. Because if they were funny, okay, maybe. But they weren't even funny. Yeah. And then Anthony Jesselneck was getting, you know, they're trying to get, you know, after Anthony Jesselneck and boycott all of his stuff. He's like, my whole thing is being grossly offensive. Yeah. That's my gag. It's most comedy. Yeah. Bob Saget. Yeah. Hey, guess what? He's not the nice dad on TV. No. No, he's not. No. But also, those are people, and I, and I hope the guy from, Gar I mean, I get the Disney aspect, you know, they, they could have handled it differently for sure. But I, I mean, there's parts of me that kind of understand. But that all that said, I think, or I want, one, it was a long time ago, so quit looking yeah. at people's old tweets to find dirt on them. Yeah. You know, none of us were perfect. None of us. And you know, it goes back to you know a great thing that Jesus said, you as a free hand cast the first stone. Yeah. And that especially goes for you church masturbators. Okay? Listen. <laughs> it's, just, it's Sunday. I've got to dig in. There you go. <laughs> I'm not a church fan. I like I like some people, yeah. but I said it before, I'll say it again. If a man or a woman quotes the Bible to you, A, they want money, and or they are trying to get, um, they're trying to give an example of some horrific things that they've done. Like Jeff, Jeff Sessions quoting the Bible for separating mothers or, or families at the border. He's like, the law is the law. Well, and then two sentences later, above all laws is love. Mm. But he doesn't want to read that far. Well, yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't promote his yeah. agenda. That's that's ninety percent of the interpretations of the Bible are agenda. I'm, yeah, agenda, <laughs> and I'm going to take this sentence. We won't regard the historical context. We won't regard what's said before and after. But this sentence here says something that I can read really hold push someone down and say I'm better than you exactly or they or they do you know I, I, I'm not gonna get in on I, I'm gonna get in on this on the border crossing part right a lot I'm with Rogan we're team people you gotta take care of people and the fact that there's an imaginary line in the dirt and we have cool shit and they don't and we're like yeah. ha 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 have you seen the imaginary line we're gonna build a wall to show yeah. you how that fucking line works don't come over here 
except for during harvest season because no one wants to do that job yeah. and you guys are you guys are willing to do anything to be here yeah and we're just in the lucky sperm club yeah right we're just in the lucky lucky yeah. sperm club that's all it is so but you know so team people 100 percent also if you're a Christian and you're not on team people and you're out there and you're like, oh, I think we need to build the wall or you're for this and you're a Christian. And I talked to one, a Christian friend about this and he's like, listen, man, we need to protect our country. We have to protect what is ours. And I go, okay, I, I, I get that, but you're a Christian. Do you believe in Jesus? And he goes, of course, I'm a Christian. I said, well, Jesus fed the 5,000 with a loaf of bread and a fish. Do you not think that one nation under God, if you believe in all of this, that we can't take care of all the people that come? No. Do you not believe that? I mean, either you do or you don't. You can't pick and choose and be like, well, I like this miracle at this time just for this one thing. Yeah. But then I really don't believe that modern day, today, Jesus will provide or make anything happen for him. So I got to I gotta build the wall. Yeah. Modern day Jesus respects boundaries. And... Modern, great band name, by the way, modern day Jesus. <laughs> he's, got, he's, got, he's got a crew cut, little Hitler stash, just running around building walls. Modern day Jesus, he lacks a wall. <laughs> Just open it up a, a Bitcoin ATM right in the lobby of the church. Boom. Oh, man. Uh, here's my take on all that. We should have border security. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't think a wall is necessary, but maybe in <laughs> some spare, some places, a decent fence. But, or, or, or do you think it's necessary that in the, in the desert part where they're crossing... That, Put a bunch that, of that that the people that are that that um, the ice agents and people that monitor border patrol yeah. on it, they go and they pick up all the water bottles that the humanitarians leave behind, so that they, so they'll learn their lesson. Yeah. Hey, fuck! You're it's gonna, water. You're gonna be real thirsty now. Yeah. <laughs> Take what that. an asshole. Uh, I think there should be some kind of happy middle ground from crazy open borders to wall. Find a unique solution for people that are coming over to work and sending money back, or not, you know, not wanting to be a full-time citizen. Create part, you know, things where they can. It's easier. They don't have to jump through so much red tape and craziness to get over here, and they can come work these jobs that clearly weren't too entitled to work. Yeah, we're just too. We're too prissy. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's horrible. Like I can honestly say. I've had so I've I've done some of those jobs. Yeah. And it's been the best thing ever. You You're a little tall to do those jobs. That's true. You don't <laughs> you don't know who you are until you clean up someone else's shit. That's true. That's you don't know who you are until you're cleaning up someone else's shit and get a cut on your foot oh. and wonder if you're getting the gun hurt. Oh my gosh. So I worked at a bar. <laughs> uh, great bar, by the way. I love drinking there. What one? Tin Lizzie. Oh the Tin Lizzie, yeah. So bathroom flooded. Candle votive fell on the floor and broke. I couldn't see it because there's like an inch or two of water. Someone to plug the toilet. I'm wearing Chuck Taylors. I walk in, step down, glass through the into, shoe. It through the shoe, all up into my foot, and I'm just just poop water. And I'm like, this is this is this is like my worst nightmare. Yeah, this is. And I technically <laughs> FYI, folks, he's a germaphobe. In case you're wondering, I was not even working that night. I was just there. I went in to help out because I'm a nice guy. I believe the um, the Air New Zealand crew was in there that night. Oh. It was, those it was Qantas. Qantas. Sorry, Qantas. Qantas and Virgin Australia. And they may not be tall men, but they are fierce men. <laughs> they would form these semicircles of Me Too movement moments. <laughs> I would get groped so much. I That job, 
at the first time I went in there, so I worked at Detroit Bar, which is now closed. It's now the Wayfair. It's a different bar. Uh-huh. Different I remember bar. Detroit Bar. Uh, they said, hey, we need you to go work over at the Tin Lizzie, which is a gay bar, which mm-hmm. is ironic that we're in Austin's worst gay bar. Yes, I know. Uh, and a very similar shape and size bar. I think this is a little bit bigger. But um, I go in there and instantly just getting asked if I'm proportional. Asked, you know, are you gay? If not, the, do you uh, want to try it? By the way, hey guys, every guy listening, here's the thing you do. You go to a gay bar at least once. Yeah. So that you know how women feel when they walk exactly. into a straight bar. Exactly. I was like, okay. I, I looked at one of, one of the the girl bartenders there and I was like men are fucking aggressive really aggressive yeah. I feel like the biggest piece of meat and then and I was like okay I get it I get it now and yeah. then I got it even more I mean I had my crotch grabbed a couple times okay and that was uh, not I did, not cool <laughs> no no, no. I, and frankly I didn't mind the ass slaps I didn't mind whatever rub on me I, I, I don't care like that stuff because I'm six foot nine and you're not gonna hurt me. Yeah. Like, I am not intimidated. So that's where I differ from women. Cause there's not a situation where I'm like, okay, I'm actually afraid for myself. Yeah. Where as a woman, if, you know, someone over six foot's doing that to you, that I imagine that's really intimidating. That's gotta be terrifying. Yeah. And, and, and you also, the other thing is you get to do when you go to a gay bar is you get to use all the lines that girls have used on you. So hey, yeah. can I buy you a drink? I can buy my own drink, thank you. <laughs> See you Whoa, I Whoa. never used that line. I oh. said, yes, you can oh, buy me a drink. Said, I'm not going to sleep with you, but said, no, every that's time. real sweet of you. Buy They're me a like, drink. Hey, you want to dance? Uh, no, I don't, but thank you. Again, said, yeah, you're a sweetheart. Let's two-step. Let's two-step. Let's let's boogie. My uh, my buddy Kevin, uh, who owns some bars here in this town, he was, uh, we were in here, <clears throat> we were hanging out, and Leslie was bartending, and... <laughs> We're, we're talking and there's a guy sitting near us and he's watching sports and guys in sports if you're in a bar watching sports and yelling at the TV you're just a special kind of asshole mm. and you're an idiot stop yelling at the TV you first of all you weren't good enough to play grade school <laughs> you're not good enough to play now you're calling these guys idiots and losers <laughs> they're professional athletes they're not losers right yep. you can't do what they can do they're better on their worst day than you would if you were ten times better than you are on your best day yep. and luckiest day so, you know, stop yelling at him. But this guy's, and he drops the, the fag bomb. Oh. And I go, hey man, not cool. Whatever, fuck you. And Kevin's like, hey, seriously, don't, don't say that. And Leslie's like, don't, don't say that. I have friends over here. Like, stop. Or oh, those two guys gay? Like, so what if we are? You know? Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Just don't say it. It's just a rude word. Yeah. And the bar is kind of empty and something else happens and the guy yells it again. And, uh, my gay friend walks over, pulls out his conceal. He's got a concealed carry. Pulls out his gun, sets it on the ta- on the bar. He goes, "If you say that word again, I'm gonna take you back in the alley and I'm gonna fucking rape you." And this guy looked, <laughs> and he <laughs> ran out of here. One, one of the few times there was negative energy in this bar, and quickly removed. Oh yeah, quickly removed. Yeah, this is this is like it will self regulate. Oh, one hundred percent. Leslie doesn't have to do much. No. Well, because when people walk in here, if you sit and watch Leslie's reaction and the people that are coming in, it's a great place to come sit in the corner and just kind of watch people and watch the staff, not just Leslie, Alan, the other girls, Corey. They all, when people come in, 
they're your best, they're, they're friends and family. Like it's, yeah. you come in and people are just running to get to around to the corner so they can give them a hug. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And I'm just like, oh, what a great place. Corey's a, Corey's a good hugger. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a good hugger. He is I love a good him. hugger. I love, I love Alan too. Alan's great. He's got a, he's got a, uh, uh, by the way, he's, a, get bringing it back to movies. He adopted a dog. His name's uh, Buddha. Ooh. He's a pit mix, beautiful dog. He let, Alan lets me gently stroke his face with the back of my hand. <laughs> well, I was doing that all night last night. Alan's and he, got a and kid he leaned into it. Alan's got a kid that's, uh, I think, like 17. What? Yeah. How old is Alan? Alan is 12. Uh, Alan, Alan had her at a, at a young age. He's spoken about the podcast. Alan also has a tattoo on his dick. Really? An anchor. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, that's a so bold. what line? He's like, every line you can think of and then some more, Jason. I've used them all. <laughs> Dropping my anchor, he's like, "Oh God, yes, I've used that one hundred percent, one hundred percent." Dick tattoos. Would you get a tattoo on your dick? Oh no, oh, I don't no. have any tattoos. I know, but I'm just wondering, I, like, if the first one, oh, just right on the pepe. It'd be what? What? It, what is it? If it was funny, if it was funny, but not just gonna repulse someone, I, I would probably do it. If it was a slinky. Because then, would... <laughs> <laughs> but would you have to go all the way around, all over? Well, you just every bend and move, your slinky's bending and moving. Oh man! And then, then you just get a as she's blowing, you gotta go. It's a slinky, a slinky. <laughs> you get to sing the slinky song. <laughs> or do you get Stretch Armstrong? Even better, Stretch Armstrong is even better. And you're like, what? He stretches, he grows. <laughs> Someone scared Stretch. That's not nice. <laughs> Little fella. What are you doing? I love uh, it. It's fantastic. So yeah, I, I would. I, at, when I came uh -huh. for your wedding, we were all going to get a tattoo yeah, together. And only Katura got it. It was oh, just taking too long. It was took too long. I, had to go. I was like, I got to go. Yeah. Otherwise, I was going to do it, and God knows what I would have gotten. Probably my face. Probably. It was right on your elbow. Elbow hey. or there's that penis tattoo, tattoo again. Tattoo again. <laughs> it's right. It's right on the taint. Where's uh, Jason's uh, face tattoo? On the taint. Hey, you want to kiss my buddy Jason? He's married. Not this Jason. <laughs> not not the Jason in my scrum. That Jason's ready. Imagine the pose. So you walk into a tattoo shop. Oh. Someone's back there, just legs spread and up in the air, holding just their balls up. Hold their balls up. Ass cheeks spread. What are you doing? Tattooing a taint. What are you doing? <laughs> Not that. Not doing that. Do you, who's the tattoo artist that's just balls deep? Yeah. And near, so close to your asshole. Is there a musty? Is there a, is there a I, musky fee? Like, oof, you've got a musky spot. I'm going gonna to have to add another 50 to that. Oh, you have to. At least. I mean, well, I've seen some, some people. You really just, I mean, that's that's double the price. Oh, and I've seen some people, even some girls, that like have right around their asshole tattoo like a flower or something. It's like one. <laughs> How did you wipe your ass during that whole time? Because that's going to get infected. I mean, you have one bout of explosive diarrhea, and that flower turns from pretty and pink to infected and gangrene. Suppose <laughs> he's trying to drink right now. I keep saying stuff. He's going to choke. He's going to choke and die. Well, and for what people might not know about me, when I really start laughing, it's silent. When I'm yes. like really cracked up, it's silent. That's true. It is. And, oh. Hey guys, sorry, we're closed. We're doing a podcast. And what? We're closed. We're doing a podcast. 
We'll come back at three. We're doing a thing for Austin Pets Alive. Thank you. Uh, Very popular place today. Yeah. People get so mad when that happens. Yeah. Bro, lock the door. First of all, it's not my fucking place. Hey, yeah. I don't mind telling people. Yeah. That also shows you how popular this bar is. People keep trying to come in here. Yeah. Why the next, they? the next group we should just invite in. Can we? I think we should. If they cut, then here it is. The next person to come. Not that anyone's listening to this right now, but if someone pokes their head and we're like, "Come on in here, you guys." You, guess what? We're, you sit down, learn about plumerias from Roger. Yeah. Uh, learn about the the boom and the bloom. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about dogs and how they're. By the way, real quick, my dog Banjo. Uh, you know he shits like five times a day. He shits more than any other dog in the world. Oh, and every time I take him to Trey's house, he shits in Trey's yard. Trey gets so mad. That's why he's a happy dog. That's why he's a happy dog. He's, he's just, regular. He is so. He only eats once a day. Shits. Shits, plays, runs, shits, plays, runs, loves to shit in Trey's yard. Yeah. He will hold it, start dancing around, I let him outside, he just runs to the back gate, gets in there, runs over to Trey's house, shits in his yard, runs back home. Oh my God, uh, Look at that, that is Basset awesome. Hound. He tried to tell Jesse oh. May that that Basset Hound was, uh, was ban- Banjo, had to break her heart and tell her no, and then I showed her a real picture, and uh, <clears throat> she's like, oh, that dog's inbred. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, Banjo's a little inbred. He's not very smart. He's rescued. That's like uh, a, that's an award-winning like breed. Roger just dropping cuteness on us. Oh, Roger Roger is, is the epitome of cuteness. That's just what he does. Hey, how come um, we're okay eating some animals and not others? Oh, yeah. Because I've eaten that? dog. Okay. I probably shouldn't have said that today. Uh, you know, I mean... Probably not. I didn't know at the time. It's not like I said, hey, let's just go order up some dog. It was served to me in the Philippines. Okay. Along with some other questionable meats. But it was actually... Questionable meats. That would be a great... That would be a great restaurant. (laughs) Everything's just fried? Yeah. Uh, Or just... It was like... It was more cooked like a pulled pork. And it was... I'm not going to lie. You may lie. It It was actually really delicious. Once they told me what it was and asked me if I wanted more, I said, no, no thank no. you. I can't do this knowing that. Did you, did you, you know, wait, is it Poodle? Oh, it's Labrador? No, I mean, I'll eat Poodle. That's, that's, that's what I want to know. Like, what, is, there a, is there an eating breed? Is there, you know, I don't know. You know, in Canada, you can eat horse. Yeah. I've had that too. How was the horse? I hear horse is good. It wasn't bad, yeah. It, it's all like how you cook it. It's like any meat. I mean, you could have something, but you put a good sauce on it, and you cook it right, and it... I mean, how do you like your meat cooked? Mm, medium rare. <laughs> medium rare. I'm not a big rare guy, but medium rare, I'm... Oh. You're okay with that? Yeah. I, uh, when I was in Thailand, I had, mm. I had crickets. Oh, I had crickets. They were so okay. good. I, I like crickets. I had, uh, I had cricket bars. I had cricket flour. Um, they, just, they, they can't... They don't do the animals. They eat some snakes over there. I couldn't do snake. That's just too much. Um, they do guinea pigs, where they will, uh, uh, where they will, uh, as they'll take a guinea pig, you pick it up in the cage, they shove a stick in its ass, mm. skin it and gut it within a minute. It's down to a science. Roll it in panko, throw it in a fryer, and people are walking around like it's a four-legged corn dog. Just numbing on it. I, I didn't do that. Don't one. they like eat bones and all? They just... Yeah, they eat the whole thing. Because the those bones are so small. The bones are so small. And also the marrow in there. Yeah. It's probably good for you. Who knows? Probably. I love bone marrow. It's I, bone marrow is actually fantastic. But I think it's weird. So we eat cows, but we don't eat horses. 
No. We eat goats. We yeah. eat rabbit. We yeah. eat fish. Birds, pretty much, except for the bald eagle. You can't eat the bald eagle. I guess you wouldn't yeah. want to eat a hawk, probably, either. Yeah. Um, cacao. Cacao. What else do we... Oh, I've eaten ostrich. Ostrich. Ostrich is delicious. That's that, a beauty. It's a beauty of a patch right there. Look at that. Uh, do they sell the patches separately? I think so. Do they sell the patches? I don't know. We'll find out. Less Leslie when she gets back. We might yeah. have to get one of these. We might have to get some of these Dirty Bills patches. You guys, you can't see this, but uh, Roger just brought up this amazing Dirty Bills patch. It's absolutely fantastic. He's going to take a picture of me oh, with holding it, it, holding it with the microphone. There's a lot going on. People are going to get a little, a little confused. Yeah. On, on what's happening here, uh, because they're like, I thought you were talking over the Dial of Dogs. Well, but we're in Dirty Bills, and we're having fun. And I'm watching Isle of Dogs watching Isle of Dogs. So there, it's there. It's there. You're in a basket going across something. It's just, I mean, I guess this is this, this is more, and, and I'll put this in the I'll put this out there, when I, and I'm going to post this right away. This really is more about a celebration of Dirty Bills. It is, and it is also a celebration of, of loving dogs. And yeah. Isle of Dogs, you know, Leslie loves this movie. She watched it two times in the theater. Yeah. Uh, she's watched it at home a couple of times she as was, well. She was a little upset that I hadn't seen it yet. It pretty annoyed, yeah. Yeah, and I said, Leslie, I'm going to download it for my flight home today. And yeah, because it is. It's, it's a great movie. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Um, so, you know, it's, listen, you're, you're, this is a win for everyone, for sure. Yeah. Right? Uh, love the movie. Love the idea of it, you know. Um, but we're also, and people kind of, they email me, talking during movies, podcast at Gmail if you want to reach out. But Do it. They will, uh, they'll email me like, dude, oh, I get it. Dirty bills. I get it. Leslie, get it. Move on. No, no you, you don't. don't. <laughs> if, you, if you say that, you don't get it. You don't. Come down here. Let Walk in that door with me and hear that guy say, hey, doll. No. Hey, John. I... She's like, your friend is so nice, I just want him to move here. Yeah. You don't. She, she makes it, me want to move here. And you don't get it because she's like, today, Adopt, Don't Shop, Austin Pets Alive, celebrating how we don't kill animals here and how we really work hard to get animals in homes and foster. And my buddy Regan out in LA, he's got a pit bull, beautiful, handsome James Ferdinand. Very handsome. One of two pit bulls in the state of, I think it's in the state of uh, Jefferson. State? State of California, one of two in California or in LA, that's a certified therapy dog for children. So he goes wow. to the LA Children's Hospital. And he's a big dog. Yeah, he's big. He's huge. He goes in the children's hospital and hangs out. Yeah. And takes care. Uh, I mean, like these kids, this one kid who was all Regan was telling me he's all beat up, was all this stuff was had happened to him. And he walks by and the nurse is there and he's like, doggy, doggy. Checks out the dog, sees it. You know, he's, James is sitting down, he's petting him, he gives him treats, you know, they do the whole thing. And Reed's like, oh, you know, you know, you don't ask what happened to the kid. And the nurse is just like blown away. She's like, I can't believe that. And he's like, why? Oh, he was mauled by a dog. Wow. So here's the thing, folks. And I give you that story for one reason. You're like, oh, pit bulls are so mean, or all oh, this, or all that. You don't own a pit bull. You've never seen one. You've heard a news story. Smaller dogs bite more people than big dogs do. Of course, a big dog's bite is just a bigger bite, 100%. Yeah. But, you know, you know, in that area, you judge this dog right off the bat. You just yeah. judge Handsome James. You're like, shouldn't be around kids, man. Dangerous dog, bro. Don't know what the dog's been through. Don't know how the dog's been trained. Don't know anything about what's going on. We just make a dumb fucking comment like that. Yeah. 
And here's this kid who just got mauled by a dog. He's in the children's hospital. And guess what? He put his assumptions aside in a hot second and just wanted to be, love a dog and get love back. Yeah. Like, take notes, man. Yeah. Take some notes. Write it down. Super simple. Yeah. And that goes with anything. Yeah. Not just dogs. And it should be done with dogs and pit bulls especially. But with anything. Just love people. Just guess what? There are bad people out there. Down. Yeah. There are bad people out there. Yeah. It's true. You might you're, get burnt. You're, so what? You're, you're gonna. 100% yeah. you're gonna get burnt. So you got two options. Go go live in a whale's belly like Jonah. That's mm -hmm. a true story. Or, by the way, a whale, a female whale's, blue whale's vagina is so big, six men can walk into it and have room to play a game of poker. That's an uncommon fact. What game of poker? Uh, Texas Hold'em for sure. Okay. We're not doing that three-card stud. <laughs> Don't waste her. Don't want to get her pregnant. Uh, but you've got just, just. We had a, both of us had a lot to drink last night. Uh, I just rebound a little bit. Yeah. Better, I guess. Apparently, I had more than just something to drink. You did. You. you oh, see this kid. Look at this kid. Loving oh on gosh. this dog. Loving on this dog. But folks, back to it real quick. Honestly, you know, you're going to get burned. It's going to happen. You're going to have good relationships, bad relationships. What it's, it's up to you as a person. It's just up to you whether you want to keep moving forward or not. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy not to. It's easy to have judgments. It's easy to judge people and I don't do this or I don't do that. or It's easy. That's the easy way. That's the easy way out. Yeah. However, take the hard road. You know what? Love people. And even when they don't love you, just go and love them back. It doesn't mean you're a beating stick, but... You know, it's like if someone's mean to you, just be like, no, okay, you have an option. You can carry that with you, and that's a lot of weight, you know, and you can carry that weight with you of how mean that person is and what they did to you and da 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 Or you're like, hey, guess what, man? They're missing out on a great person to love. Yeah. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Every morning you wake up, you look in the mirror and say, I love you to yourself. Yeah. Just do it. Even if you don't feel it that morning, even if you made a mistake the night before, you look and you say, I love you. No one can love you. No one can be your friend. No one can get close to you if you don't love yourself. It's just true. Truth. Now, I will tell you this. Before you get a girlfriend, get a dog. Because dogs will love you unconditionally. And what I mean by that is very simple. What I mean by that is you take a woman and lock her in the trunk of a car for an hour. And you take a dog and lock them in the trunk of a car for an hour. Open that trunk up, and the dog's like, holy shit, it was dark in here. you got to come in here. This is amazing. I mean, I'm so glad to see you, but you would not believe what happened in here just a minute ago. This is fucking crazy. You lock a woman in a trunk for an hour. Of course, I'm being facetious, but let's say you did. And she gets out. Hide all the sharp objects, A. B, you're getting a divorce or she's breaking up with you. They don't, they don't love you unconditionally like a dog. Not after that. Not after that. No way. <laughs> So yeah, so for whatever it's worth, folks, um, you know, if you if you think you need some love in your life and you're you're tentative or you're hesitant about that love, it's super simple. Get a dog. Yeah. Go adopt a dog, man. Guess what? That dog is gonna love, 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 love you. Yeah. And it's gonna be, you know, it's and it's that groovy kind of love. It's the love where you come home and they're excited to see you that night. You know, they're, they're, they're excited to jump. If you let them sleep on the bed with you or sleep in their little hotel or whatever you want to do, they're there for you. Now, the hard part is they're only there for you for about eight to 10 years. Yeah. Right? So you're going to experience loss. 
You are. You're going to cry. You're going to be sad. And then guess what? You're going to go out and adopt another dog, make a new relationship, because that's how life fucking goes. Yes. It's not easy. No. You know, it would be awesome if dogs lived as long as us. Yeah, then guess what? Get it. Get an animal that gives two shits about you, but eats lettuce all day long, and that's one of those big desert turtles. They mm. live for like 110 years. Mm. Get one of those. Watch them dig up your backyard, and you know, eat varmints and just you know, lettuce or whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. And show no emotion. Zero. Other than contempt for you. Get out of my way. I watched one like Ram, is the 33 year old tortoise. The, the owner would walk into his pen area and this tur- tortoise would just come and just ram him with his shell and just dig in and keep pushing him until he kind of got out of his area or gave him food or whatever he wanted. The sweethearts. Yeah. But he, yeah. Loved, he loved this tortoise. So I'm not saying tortoises are bad. If you Pet really, that shell. If you want a turtle or a tortoise, yeah. He scratched it. The little thing he could feel, like you're scratching a dog's ass. He's scratching this tortoise down near the butt area on the shell. And this thing is just going, and I was like, I didn't think they could feel that. Oh, wow. he could feel everything. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, Roger. They should have come in. Roger, why didn't you flag them down? Yeah. Three beautiful women just walked by for John and you. Was. But they can't see in. Roger won't even bring me a plant. But we finally, but we finally opened up one Yeah. That's true. We can that see out nice. I love people watching. Roger, Roger is, 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 is opening up our eyes to some greater distractions. My ADD is off the charts i love it and now it's extreme whoa, now it's extremely oh, off the charts i think and we're going uh-huh. crazy um are they coming <laughs> in i don't think so no i think they're going to next door which by the way i love Holy Holy next door good food very I've never nice been people yet. every time i go in there the the, what, the the bar manager there knows that i'm doing a podcast over here buys me a beer he's like let me warm your vocals up buys me a beer huh? And then gives me uh, a donut or a cookie or something. Okay. And he's just, he's a sweetheart of a guy, right? He's yeah. just like, here you go. He's like, uh, I go, do you want me to mention you on the podcast? He's like, no, you don't have to. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. So now, I, I, but I, I don't think I've, this may be the second time I've mentioned Holy Roller, uh, but they just, I, I don't go in there that much, but there are some days on a Thursday, like I'll get down here early. There'll be no traffic. I just shut yeah. down here. I find a parking spot right up front and it's, you know, 10, 15 instead of 10, 45 and Leslie lets me, I got 30 minutes. Yeah, I could sit in my car and, and masturbate, which is always fun in mm. public. I love it. But it's also nice to go and be around people and uh, you know have some fun and uh, and have a beer. And I'll roll into Holy Roller. That guy's like, I know who you are. I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, well, thank you. God bless you. Poor you're a sweetheart. You're a sweetheart. You must be so lonely. Mm. <laughs> Feel so bad for you. Let's get you a different podcast to listen to. I'm the only person who talks people out of listening to my podcast. I'm like, nah, you can do better. Like, we actually kind of like it. You can do better. Trust me. We think it's interesting you can never finish a thought. We're wondering. We, I had a person email me say they place bets on whether I can finish my thoughts or not. Or how long it takes me to. You're like Fred Armisen's character on Weekend Update where he'd come in with the, he would do observational humor with the newspapers. He would never make a point. It was always starts of sentences and starts of thoughts. Yep. And he never made one. Point. It's one of my favorite sketches. It's a good one. It's it, it that's and by the way, what an honor to be you know put in put in the lump with with, with that person right there. Yeah. Uh, so folks, if you're still watching this movie, and you should be, even with the sound off, it's a beautiful and amazing oh. movie. Uh oh, there's a little fire going on. But more importantly, uh, you know the robot dogs are there. The kids, you know, he's just. They got the people trying to catch him. Which, what you're missing out on here is once again is just this. It's this 
aggressive attack, right? This aggressive attack of this boy it's really and his aggressive. dog. And for what? Uh-oh. Because he's standing up for those that aren't that, that don't speak for themselves, if you will. I yeah. mean, it really is analogous to Austin Pets Alive, but they're they, it's a no-kill shelter, and they stand up and they take care of dogs that cannot take care of themselves. Yeah. That's pretty special. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is why I love my buddy Regan so much, right? I mean, Regan's out there in LA. He's taking care of a dog. That dog cannot take care of itself. Yeah. He did, you know, and handsome James Ferdinand rescued, uh, was just gonna was just gonna foster it till he found the right home. And that dog just gave him so much love that he, he finally he said, you know what, I'm I'm keeping you. I'm, you're mine though. You're mine. Yeah. I'm never gonna find the right home for you. You're mine. And he's got two other dogs, and he's just like, dude, I gotta get rid of these dogs and fall in love with them. Yeah. But he takes the things that are broken, the animals that their spirits are broken, they're scared. Someone walks in the room, they instantly pee. He never gets upset. He puts them in a routine. He shows them love. He gives them treats. You know, you just, that's a, we should all be a little bit more like that. Yeah. You know, it's easy to attack the person who's standing up for those that are, that can't defend themselves. Just shut up, man. Who cares? Yeah. It's, it's a lot harder to join that one person and say, you know what? And you don't have to agree with them either, by the way. You don't have to be like, oh, I love dogs now because I heard this podcast, so I'm going to go to Austin Petzl. You don't yeah. have to. But in not, in not doing that, guess what else? You also don't have to shit on the process. You can also still be helpful. Yeah, you can do things to support. Maybe you're allergic to dogs, can't have a dog. But that's all right. There's stuff you yeah. can do. There's lots of stuff you can do. Just have a heart. Yeah, have a heart. Give uh, someone else some love. I mean, you know? the same thing that, that Regan did, Leslie has done for me. See, there you go. She you know, said, here's a guy who's not functioning well on his own. We're going <laughs> to let him come in here. We're going we're gonna to make sure he has drinks. And we're going to introduce him to the lovely people of Austin. And it's been magical. And Leslie's good at that. Oh, my gosh. She knows the ladies that you should say hi to. And she knows the ones you might want to stay away from. Yes. Hey, John, she's going to take a testicle and keep it as a trophy. You should not. You should not talk with her. If you like both of your testicles. Yes. Maybe you have one that you don't like. And she can take it. Yeah. Let's get after that one. Sure. Yeah. So, Roger, thank you very much. Roger brought me another tall Coors Original Banquet Beer, Golden, mm. Colorado. Drink cola. Get at me. I am drinking cola. Get, get at me, yes. uh, Coors. Can more ice? Roger has taken care of us in, in so many ways. Uh, he's going to get a big hug after this, even though he doesn't like him. I mean, and maybe a little leg hug. Maybe, maybe. And other dogs. Do you, uh, what's your... And I know that this is a dog don't shop, but idyllically, what when you look at dogs, what's the kind of dog that no. that, that you that, that reminds you of you? Is that a question? It's a question for the people. The people need to know. People it's a great know. Dane. The Great Dane. I love the Great Dane. Gentle giants. Gentle giants. We curl up into small places. We're sweethearts. I've also probably have an enlarged heart and will die young. Yeah. So what about the St. Bernard? St. Bernard's a little beefier than me. I love the big fluffy dogs, but they don't remind me of me as much. You see a Great Dane puppy with the floppy ears. I'm yeah. not a big ear cropper guy. Don't, don't like crop it. the ears. Yeah, leave the ears alone. Yeah. Uh, you see a big Great Dane with the floppy ears, and they're a puppy, and their paws are giant, and they're just flopping around. That's the way I feel like I just go through life. I like that. I, um, I like the Burmese Mountain Dogs as well. Oh, yeah. 
They're fantastic dogs. I don't understand people that own them here in Southern California. I think you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. If you own a dog that's meant to be in Alaska, yeah. you're like, no, bring, bring it out here. They got huskies. I mean, I yeah. get it. You've got a husky, whatever. I, I understand. They're cute dogs. I mean, Banjo is a basset hound who sheds constantly because he's yeah. so close to the earth. It's so hot. Yeah. It's like, fuck, dude. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm on fire. Please stop. But I mean, he's... He was he was he was bred to be in in these kind of environments, so he's still all right. Yeah, he's still all right. I mean, I am I'm a tried and true. Like I love I love basset hounds. Jane yeah. Wells and I, my good friend, uh, she only has only had basset hound dogs. I've had quite a variety of dogs, but I do. I just love the gentleness of the basset hound. You know, Banjo's a little inbred and, and uh, yeah. a little challenged in some ways, and not necessarily as sweet. Maybe as your traditional big dumb uh, basset hound is because of the challenges that he has. Yeah. But he's still a good dog. He's really nice to my daughter. He's really yeah. nice to the neighbor kids. Plays well with others. Plays well with others. Steals a bone or two. Stole a bone yesterday. Took it yeah. across the street. Yes, did it in her backyard. Trey asked me this morning where the bone was. I said, I want bone. I'll just stick up for him. I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. He's like, what are you, banjo now? I'm like, might as well be. I don't know what bone you're talking about, man. <laughs> no idea. That's just how it rolls, Trey. Come on, buddy. But you know they're just they're amazing. I don't yeah. know. There's not there's not enough you can say. And you know this. I guess you know that once again. I mean this movie really highlights that how easy these dogs. How, one how how we should love dogs, but two, but they're just not just our protectors. But we should be their protectors as well. Yes. You know. Um, look at there's Spot. There's his dog. He's been looking for. He's coming for him. You know, you've got this. This is amazing. Yeah, it's an imposing figure. He's an imposing figure. Those got the little With tiny lurch. Little tiny butt and uh, a great, great back tattoo. Good, good art in the back. Real nice. Real nice. Oh wait, is one of those fake? Look at him. He's coming. Oh. No, he's coming to protect. Oh, oh, he's got a tooth on his tongue. Yeah. And blew that up. Oh, he's spitting teeth. For spitting game is what he's doing. Boom, boom. Come on, guys. Oh, and there they go. And it's on and cracking. What is up now? Nope. And now they jump down. Oh, into the water. Into the water. What is uh? What's one of the craziest things you've done, John? Give us a story. One of the craziest things I've done. Have you sky? Have you done skydiving? No. I mean, my dad always told me only two things fall out of the sky: bird shit and dumb shits. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I won't. I won't skydive ever. I don't think. Um, Richard Turner, the last podcast. He wants to skydive. He's excited. I'm curious about it. I would like to, but here's my problem. And this is the one thing that's held me back. No, not death. I don't, I'm not afraid of that. Um, riding a smaller man's back on the way to planet Earth? Exactly. Well, they're riding <laughs> my back. Are they riding so your back? They ride your back. So oh, okay. you're like strapped in papoose style. So we go to land. I'm with someone who's 5'10 on a good day. How does that work? Why are you strapped on my back then? Just so you can pull the chute? Yep. Because landing, you're not helping me. I'm either breaking my legs or I don't know what. I guess you would bring your knees up to your chest. I'm not that flexible anymore. <laughs> That's not what she said. Unless I had a really rough night and it's the next morning and I'm just crying in a corner. Just crying in a corner. You're like, well, My body finds a way to do it just out of sheer shame. <laughs> just out of shame and, and rectal bleeding. Yeah. It's just, that's just what happens. Uh... Have you done bungee jumping? No. I don't want to do bungee. No, I, have, I haven't done a lot of stuff like that for fear of injury. Now fear of concussion. It's like if I try bungee jumping now, I might 
head head stops real quick. That's a concussion for sure. Yeah, that's a. How do you? For those of you who don't know, uh, John has had quite a few concussions. Fourteen diagnosed. Fourteen diagnosed, which is uh, fourteen more than anyone should have. Yes. You do. Have, you're coping with it. Hyperbaric chamber. Yes. Oh my gosh. So it, hyperbaric chambers. Now I'm gonna like to preach because yeah, preach. the good news of hyperbaric chambers. So for those of you who don't know what they are, it's a pressurized container with lots of oxygen. Now I'm probably gonna murder this, and someone will probably call them and say you don't know what you're talking about. But from what I understand, the science of it is under pressure, gases absorb at a much higher rate. So when I'm out there breathing. I'm breathing in oxygen. If I have an injury or a wound or something, my body needs oxygenated blood to heal that. So, do they play under pressure when you're under pressure? You can. That'd be nice. I take I take my iPad in there. I take my laptop, books, TV. I mean, just hang out. I sleep in it. I get to go do it in two weeks. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a few sessions in a couple weeks since I moved away. My I have friends that actually have one in their house, and they are. Some of the most amazing people uh, you will ever meet, and they literally have given me a key to their house and said, "Don't even ask, just come over anytime, day or night, one in the morning doesn't matter. Come in, let yourself in, your family, go use it. We want you to be better." Wow. So, but the first time I used it, I cried the next day because my brain hadn't felt that good in 20 years, and I didn't really? realize. Oh man, it's it's amazing, and just anything your body. It's like also like. Two hours in there is like a Red Bull that lasts a week. It's you just function so much better. It's on my one of my next big purchases to buy. So, talk more about the feeling then. Um, you, you get more energy. Do you see things more clearly? Every like fog is lifted. Yes, it's like if your brain had a cataract and your cataracts removed. Your brain just and it's like. This is going to sound a bit of a disgusting kind of um, analogy, but you have a cut or some kind of wound and there's a scab uh-huh. and the scab comes off while the wound's still fresh and that cool air hits it. Yeah. That weird sensation, that's what your brain feels like. It's like wow. raw and just like all the dead stuff is gone. It's it's amazing. It, and it really, people with autoimmune diseases and you don't hear as much about because I am sure, and this is probably there are people that will argue with me, but I, I'm convinced that Big Pharma doesn't like stuff like that. So it's been relegated to like burn units and divers, you know, coming up with the bends, divers, they'll yeah. put a diver in one, or people with really bad burns, you put them in there because it helps the wounds heal quicker. Uh, but it, it works on any kind of thing your body needs to heal from. So. Uh, and I, I've talked to a lot of people that have had, you know, traumatic brain injuries or a bunch of concussions to where they're they're having um, post-concussive syndrome. And I, every time I'm like, go to a hyperbaric chamber, give it a shot. It's going to change your world because you can't take drugs for it. There's nothing you can do to help heal that other than you go to a dark room, turn off all sense sensory. You can't think like the flow tanks. Yeah. Have you done a float tank? I've done a float tank. That's a trip. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Those those have blown up. Those have gotten really popular and big. Yeah. No, the float tanks are cool. It's it's a trip at first. You go to a dark place and I'm I'm a bit claustrophobic. So the first time getting into a hyperbaric chamber was very hard because 
it's the, the hi-yo. <laughs> uh it's deflated so it's a vinyl one um and it's deflated so you're like putting yourself in this coffin and it zipped two zippers zipped up you're sealing yourself in well complete vulnerability if something happens i can't get out you know and you know you're in a safe place but your mind starts going well what if what if someone broke in while i was in here and you know was because um, you can't just once in a hyperbaric too once it pressurizes you can't just pop out it's not good oh you can't just pop out no well how do you get out you have to depressurize and that's a you know 10 minute process to depressurize and then you can get out uh wow but if you pop out right away and i had to do it once uh no i had a sinus infection that i didn't realize i had and i went in and pressurized oh I thought my head was going to explode. I couldn't hear for six hours. Like, my hearing was gone. Jeez. So, but I had to pop out because I thought it was, I felt like my skull was going to crack. Oh. It was awful. So, don't go into one with a sinus infection, but other than that, they're amazing. Wow. Yeah. And you said you've done the float tanks. The float tanks, okay. A lot so of people swear by them. Yes. My, uh, they my seem point bigger there, and safer. They're, well, and it's a whole different kind of thing. It's a whole, it does something completely different, but it does take that sensory deprivation. So your brain, if once you get to the place where you relax in there, but even in there, I'm like, okay, I'm laying in the salt water, I'm floating around, I'm naked and this door is shut. I'm vulnerable. I don't like being vulnerable. Probably on many levels. <laughs> now this Full is therapy. circle people. But so you go to a dark place and I'm like, oh, that person, you know, checking me in at the front counter seemed kind of shady. They're yeah. probably going to rob me. How many people have jerked off in this float tank? Mm. They flush it and clean it. So, Still. I I researched it before I got yeah. in one because I'm just like, oh, it's how many? More than likely you have sperm yeah. in your ear. Well, it's, I love that too. <laughs> it's why I did it. It's why I did it. But no, it's a different feeling, but it's also fantastic. Float tanks are great. I like the idea of the float tank. Uh, have you done the cryotherapy? No. I think I sweat too much for cryotherapy. You know, because you can't you can't be wet in any way, right? They gotta be totally dry when you go in there. They cover your your bits, and then they freeze you out. I think the first time is two minutes, and they go four minutes. I think two or four, or two and two, something like is that. Is it okay if you're moist? No, you cannot be moist. Okay, no moist. Nor can you have mayonnaise on your nipples. They will. They frown on that. Uh, moist mayonnaise and in and panties. There, those are the words. <laughs> Guess what? Vegas fact checker, just play that part for your wife. Oh, we're in an hour and fifteen minutes and fifty-two seconds. There's a scientist with a spoon. Yeah, who's looking up moist mayonnaise, mm. probably wearing panties. Yeah, she has some hair. Tracy, get it? She, Tracy's wow. pissed. I like Tracy. I've it's always, Tracy I've Asian always wanted. Too. I think she's Asian, but she's got a beautiful afro. Beautiful blonde afro. Say that five times. Ooh, beautiful blonde afro would make a great alt girl reggae band. <laughs> and it would be, it would be, uh, who's the, who's the gal, uh, that was part of the NAACP up in Spokane? Rachel. Rachel. Do Rachel Doyles or Doles or whatever. Doles a lot, a lot. She's, uh, she's got to be the band's manager, right? <laughs> Beautiful blonde afro. She's the band manager. What was the other one? Modern Day Jesus? Modern Day Jesus. Modern Day Jesus is for real. Beautiful blonde afro. Opening yeah. for Modern Mod Day Jesus. That's right. Modern Day Jesus' number one hit single, Thank You Maggie Pace, is Strictly Missionary. 
<laughs> or in light of today, doggy style. Hey, Snoop Dogg, gotta steal something from you real quick. <laughs> okay. That's right. When the brown eye's better than the blue eye. <laughs> that's a that's a good song right there. It's a great, fun, romantic song about anal sex. When the brown eye's better than the blue eyes. Or the brown eye blues. The brown eye blues. When it goes so wrong. Oh, my one burnt Cheerio. <laughs> my one burnt Cheerio <laughs> is, is, is the next song for the Trojan campaign. Oh my gosh. Worried about condoms breaking? Try the one burnt Cheerio. Oh, I'm trying to think, what's, what's the name? I was watching, uh... Would you bleach your butthole? That's the tattoo, right? No, it's where you bleach it. You bleach Anal it? Anal bleaching. You know, a lot of ladies do it so their the skin the tone is the same oh, yeah. all around them. I mean... First of all, I don't think they realize that guys don't care. No. We're dirty, filthy animals. Alright? I think it's hilarious that no one will eat... That in today's age, right? They will be like, I don't eat gluten, but I'll yeah. lick your butthole. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, people are like, why, how do you get a booty hole top? Because I'm just, don't worry about it. But I just, it's a know, slippery slope. It's a slippery slope, and I'm fascinated by my booty hole because it's just, it's such a taboo, but it also feels so good. But you also, like, you're not, when I was single and dating. Roger's know, nodding his head saying, yes, it does is, feel so is, good. It, it does feel so good, so good. But and also, Roger might stab me in the throat. <laughs> but also, let's be honest, and I'm sorry to say this. This is where you ladies are dirty, filthy animals. If a girl licks my booty hole, or did when I was single, I never give her a kiss goodnight. This little peck on the cheek, you gotta go. And I poop like four or five times a day. However, you can lick a girl's booty hole and still make out with her and she doesn't care. No. <laughs> no. I've heard. No? I've heard. You've heard? They don't let you? Like, you can make out with my cheek, my armpit, hang out, have fun? I blacked out. Where am I? Where, where am I? But like, what are people like, what does this have to do with Isle of Dogs? Nothing. And everything. And everything. These kids, though, Tracy being the leader of the uh, the blonde she's afros, militant. she has knee pads on. She's militant. She's going after this guy. She is pro, pro dog. dog. I like that. You got the old guy who looks like an alien. Can I put that on? I'm going to put that if I have a profile, anything. My pro political dog. beliefs, pro dog. Pro dog. Yeah. Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay. Um, Tom Segura's podcast. Your mom's Love house. It. Your mom's house. Love it. Love Tom Segura. I think he's very funny. Is it I Nikki think, Glazer? Nikki Glaser? Glazer was on there. She was on there. She's into the butt stuff. She they had a, a, she's they a had, butt slut. Oh, yeah. They had quite the riveting conversation about uh, the butt stuff and yeah. uh, getting pooped on. And she's like, look, it's going to happen. She's like, and that's if part you're of in, the fun if of If you're it. into anal and you are putting the P and the A, I like how I get all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't curse. You're <laughs> All of a sudden, Harper could listen to this one. Harper might hear this one. Potential employers could hear this, Jason. What would they? Would they hire you with your mouth and the way you think? What would they do if they don't understand that this is entertainment? I'm fucking around, and I don't really do this in a boardroom. Then I don't want to work with them anyway. You come in here with your poop mouth. With your poop mouth. The baby Jesus, eight pounds, eight ounces, golden fleece blanket, blessing us. Sunday with your poop mouth on a Sunday. Uh, Lord's Day, drinking before noon. Oh, uh, Texas. Hey, folks, by the way, you want to hear something funny? Over a seven-year period, breweries and distilleries' success rate in the southeast, including Texas, is over 85%. New churches opening up over a seven-year success rate. You know, what the, you, know what you know where they sit at? Less than 10%. Yeah. 
People like to drink, okay? <laughs> Stop with this Bible thumper thing and just embrace, I've got an idea. Do church in a bar, serve some cocktails, have yeah. a good time. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. I know. Remember Rock Harbor did that back in the days for cocktails. Yeah. But they would do it, the, the Sharp Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now people are doing like straight, just like beer and hymns. I like that beer and hymns. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guess what? It, it, it lowers your inhibitions. You're going to sing songs a little louder. And actually, you're probably going to be a little more vulnerable. Uh, it's a great way to start. Oh, yeah, I'm not going. Ooh. Can we start a beer cult? Can we do a little cult and then we just serve beer and, and, and Jack and Cokes? And people are just hanging out. And we're having fun. We're Only just, if the Ham's beer can be the spiritual. Right. Right. It's got to be the Ham's beer. Ham's the beer refreshing. Or would it? Ham's the you know, beer refreshing. I'm just sitting here looking at Dirty Bill. Maybe it's just going to be Dirty Bill. I mean, Dirty Bill's a great because he embraces not just beer, but he embraces liquor as well. Which, since yeah. I sadly am allergic to beer now, um, you can This is this is how God yeah. curses people, right? If you're balding, more than likely. At some point in time, you had a six-pack. Yeah. Uh, if you have, if you're over six-five, you're going to be allergic to some things that everyone else can enjoy. Yeah. This is the way the universe works. Yeah. Me, I'm at a perfect height and a perfect weight to where I can drink and eat anything, and I don't get sick. Mm. All right. I am what's called a superhero. You're a rat bastard. <laughs> They're like, hey, ego, calm down. If you don't know, I'm joking. Like right, except for the whole non-hangover thing. Trey hates hearing about that. I want to hear one more time about you not getting a hangover on that podcast. I'm going to stop listening. I already hear you talk enough in my driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Roger just smiles at me. He's like, I oh, know. Trey, Trey would say that. <laughs> and here I am, talk, yucking it up. And Trey will still keep listening because mm -hmm. he's a sweetheart. He is. I made uh, Dr. Evil, his buddy, last night, download the podcast on his phone, gave myself about five stars on Google, and... Uh, Downloaded the Tim Kennedy one, sorry, biggest pack checker, uh, Richard Turner one, and I forget another one. I think Katarina when she was here. Fair. All fair. All, all decent ones. All fun. Uh, you know, in this, this will be number 27 we're going to throw up really quick. Wow. Uh, the volcano of love. And look yeah. at all those poor souls that have passed. Uh, but, you know, this will be number 27. A lot of people say, you know, podcasts don't last past 20, especially if they don't, you know, get traction or people get frustrated doesn't do what they want them to do and I, I would tell anyone who wants to do this one do it it's not an oversaturated market no matter what you think because so many people quit so quickly but two it's just I mean, it's, it's, it's about having fun you guys yeah. uh, you know if you're not doing this and not having fun then there's a problem yeah you know uh, you've got we to enjoy fun. it we have fun you have to right I mean we, we've laughed uh, quite a bit throughout this one and there's a reason for it and the reason being is that it's it's a good time make it a good time go mm -hmm. out and do it and have some fun man get a you know I, I was thinking about bringing banjo here today uh, he just he doesn't you know I don't know that him and Merle would get along too well they might they might not I would hope so but I would hope so but you know I also I was I would want to both let, musically let, inclined they are I would I would want to let Leslie know before I brought banjo in or anything I just re respect her in the bar that much but um when you see all this, I guess, long story short here, folks, is, you know, we just go out and do what you want to do. And when you do it, understand this and really understand this. When you want to go out and do something amazing, or you want to try something amazing, know you're going to fail. 
No, it's not going to sound good the first time. Know that the real people around you when you ask for feedback are going to give you honest feedback and say where you're doing good and where you're doing bad and take it. But when you do it, find four or five friends and find a dog and be supportive. Get the support around you. I mean, I did this, and the only reason it's lasted 27 is because of the support of you, yeah. Vegas Fact Checker, Leslie, and then, oddly enough, these random, amazing, amazing guests, you know, that they're like, I'll talk to you for two hours. Yeah. Like, well, that's insane. I can't believe you're talking for two hours. You know, I got to hear about Ping Pong Freddy, or I got to, you know, talk yeah. with Tim Kennedy about Sears training, or, you know, all of this stuff. It's, it's amazing. So... In everything that we do, in everything that happens, you know, folks, get the people around you. Just do it. Get them around you that are going to support you. And guess what? Then, honestly, you can do anything. You really can. Yeah. You know, you can move anywhere. You can take on any challenge. Because there are days when we got our first one-star review, by the way. What? Yeah, we got our first one-star who did that? I, you know, they didn't leave a comment. Did they leave who they were? No, that's the other. You know, listen, I don't so care if you want to get completely anonymous. It's completely anonymous, which is kind of. Well, a, if you're going to leave a one star, give leave some. What you, what didn't you like? Be constructive. Yeah, just be a little constructive. Don't, don't just be a dick. Yeah, seriously. You know, it's like, hey, listen, I get it. This isn't for everyone, and maybe you didn't like it, so you. you know, but once again, you have the power to uh, listen to whatever you want. You listen to whatever you want. So we have we have thirty nine ratings. Our our five out of five. You know. Uh, 38 of them are five stars and there's one one star, right? And in the one stars we have, in all the five stars leave comments, you know, um, Powder7410, of course, you know, he's like, hey, he didn't like, doesn't like the creaking doors, wants everyone to see the movie first before we talk about it. So we, we're more on task with the movie. Like basically this is a cheap way to do an interview. I'm like, oh, 100%, like, yeah. you're right. So Powder7410, whoever you are, I appreciate your I comments. I like interviews. Oh uh, yeah, John doesn't like interviews. He likes movies and talking with me. You know, the biggest fact checker liked it. Uh, this guy, Tall John, thirty-seven. He likes dirty bills a lot, so that's good. Uh, but you know, let's you, you can leave me one star, five stars. I prefer five stars and some and some feedback. That would be nice. But you know, one star is fine as well. Who cares? It's all good, folks. Relax. But I got my first one star, and I was kind of bummed. But uh, I, I told Leslie, and she's like, "Fuck that person." And I was yeah. like, "That's it's a good point." Yeah, and it's whatever. You're, you're going to yeah. get a one-star. Who cares? Everyone Who cares? gets them. Everyone gets them. Some of the best restaurants I've been to have had one-stars. I mean, yeah, at least one one-star review. I should say, not one-star overall. Yeah, some of the best restaurants I have have a D rating. Uh, <laughs> they're amazing. What do you... Uh, so you're going back to Vegas. Yep. You're getting on a flight soon, actually. Yes. In two soon. hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, in two hours you're going... Uh, you're getting back there. You're going to have some fun. Uh, we're going for we're... two days, and then we're going to head to Reno. Reno nine one one, the hot August nights car show. So anyone who's around, if you want to stop by the Pepper Mill, uh, I will be in a big red or at a big red semi truck. I will not say who I am with, but if you can't figure out in the Pepper Mill parking lot which big red semi truck, you've got problems. What if they're colorblind? Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Look for the one that looks like a, uh... a big red semi. Yeah, <laughs> it has like 1950s uh, gas pumps. I like the product it. on it. Uh, cool cars. You might see our our good friend Chelsea Bangs up there. Chelsea Bangs, I am going Chelsea to reach Miller out. Bangs? Yes, she is going to get a text from me. Nice, and or probably just a call because I 
I'm not. The, I don't like texting, and I get caught up in it. I'm much more of a I would rather call. That's weird. That's super weird. But they're making the dogs healthy. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to see Chelsea, and I would love to cruise around Reno in a badass car and just be around her great spirit because she's, if anyone that's met her, is blessed. She is, what a great woman. She's great. Yeah. She really is awesome. She's up there. She's doing the Lord's work up there in uh, the Tahoe, Reno area at a ski resort, running their events, doing some other yeah. stuff. She's awesome. She's got an awesome. I'm just gonna go be her assistant or intern. Maybe I asked. I asked. I asked. I asked if I could be her assistant, and she said yes. And I said, "All right, what does that entail?" And I was like, "Oh, I can. it's too much work." Yeah. She is. She's on the go 24 seven. She's so uh, am I. She's a. She's an amazing person. Uh, if you guys are up in the area, first of all, you can follow her. On, I think it's Chelsea at Chelsea Banks on the Instagram. Go ahead and check her out there. It's uh She's an amazing person. We did the podcast. Where we did uh, cock blockers. Um, we had a lot of fun with that. This is one of my all-time favorite podcasts to listen to. <laughs> she's good. Oh, she's real good. She is really good. She is fantastic. And John Cena is an Academy Award winning actor. Oh, he is. I went. <laughs> I went home after I saw bits of it with you and watched. I bought it and watched the whole thing. Um, fantastic movie. I loved it. Fantastic. And the thing is, you know, we'll uh, now you're gonna fly home and see this movie uh, on your yes. way back to, to Vegas. Yes. And, and you know the, the turnaround with the dogs and they're so happy now that's the other thing man what i don't think people understand is i get you can give something to someone and they can turn a blind eye to it or do whatever i, I understand that or they don't give their uh, reciprocity that you think you, you need yeah. to deserve you can give a dog like the, earlier today mr merle Haggard. yes you gave him a little piece of chicken oh my gosh he lost his damn mind he was going nuts i gave him a few pieces of chicken because i love merle Haggard. but also he was He's like, oh my god, oh this is this is the nicest yeah. thing. Yeah, thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. so sweet, so sweet. Dogs are like that, folks. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know so, listen, you, you gotta once again, you want to find unconditional love. You're not gonna find it, in people. Sorry, it's just not gonna happen. No, and that's okay. But wait, I'll tell you what, you're gonna, you're also gonna find in people that you're not gonna find in dogs is, is lifelong relationships. Yes. Right, uh, but dogs are a good training ground. Yeah. They're a really, really good training ground for what is what is life and, and how to love and how to be vulnerable and how to be you know treat someone special and, and what that feels like with that and there's just I don't know there's there's they're special animals yeah. in general are special. I get people I don't like snakes I don't really do birds I don't I had a bunny when I was in Montana a hawk swooped down and ate it right in front of me so that was kind of a traumatic experience yeah. Yeah. so I don't really do bunnies anymore um, but nonetheless go out there even if you don't financially can't do a cat or a dog or your schedule like me I yeah. don't have a dog because of my schedule but I want a dog yeah you know you just got to get a therapy dog with yeah. your with your 14 concussions I bet you could legitimately get a therapy yeah. dog well and there's so many phone. people oh my god it's the, the number of fake therapy dogs on planes is a bit obnoxious to me. Yeah. Uh, just because usually it's someone that's has a, I, no, I'm not even going to go off on that tangent. But what I will say, and my own public service announcement here on another topic that I feel very strongly about, hug someone today, a little human contact. and. Don't do these fake, shy, wait, oh, uh, don't touch me, this could be an appropriate hug. Wrap your arms around someone, pull them in tight, and give someone a great hug. That's one thing I pride myself in, is my hugs. But 
it's it's a big deal. That's human connection. We need to connect with each other. And if you're worried about the appropriateness of a hug, you've got bigger problems. Yeah, you do. Hug someone, get a dog, love a dog, just go pet a dog. If it's not yours, show it some love. Go buy it, go buy it a treat. I used to bring, I was the dog uncle. I would bring treats to my brother's dogs. I do it, and, I do it for Regan's dogs. And pet, yeah. And, I bring him a bottle of wine and I, I, I buy the dog's biscuits. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. And it's just, you love it. I love seeing them get a toy that I got and just loving it and carrying it around. It's great. It feels good. And the other thing I would say, and we do this a lot, uh, you know, I, and I do it a lot with a lot of my friends, and I'll tell you guys, there's, don't be afraid, end the conversation with I love you. Yeah. Don't. You know, I mean, don't just do it to do it, right? Mean it. But mean it, but mean it. You know, and it's like, you know, I was like, uh, last night I said goodbye, you gave me a hug, I said, love you, man, love you too. And, it's, it's it's amazing how it makes you feel. Yeah. Not not to receive it, but to give it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It really does. So I agree with John, man. Uh, if you got a friend with a dog, bring it some treats today. Bring it some treats tomorrow. Have some fun. I don't even know if I'm going to cue the music up for this. I might just put on um, the movie's over by the way, folks. I might just put on the beginning thing and then just boom, uh, Bobby's song, and then upload this right now. But we're going to get that done. It's going to be up in about ten minutes. Not that you guys care. It's the end. But uh, we're going to do that and have some fun. Thanks to Dirty Bills, DirtyBillsAustin.com. Yes. John, thanks to you. You made a trip out here uh, for some work, and you stayed around a couple extra days to do this and to spend time here and see Leslie and some other people. And uh, always a pleasure to have you. Always, I mean, you know, I love you. You're, love you're you. a great friend. We've known each other for a lot of years. And um, in my happiest hours and my darkest hours, you've always been there, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. Anytime. Very, very blessed. So, folks, find the person that blesses you and uh, tell, them, tell them that you love them. Uh, give them a hug. Find a dog. Give it a biscuit. Give it a pat on the head. Scratch in the ass. Mm. You know, uh, let it give you a little lick on the face. Whatever. But do that. And with that, we're out, man. We are done. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Kind of a long-winded ending. I apologize. But go out. Give some love. Share some love. And don't worry about what you're getting in return. Bye con Dios, mi amor. Oh, Baxter, you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs>